Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. An interesting preseason game we've got this weekend between the Jets and Giants. Let's hear from Roger in Jersey. Roger, you're next on 98.7. Hey, how you doing, sir? How are you? I'm doing good, Roger. What's happening? So I'm just uh, this, this is my first time calling. Um, I I want to know maybe if you can answer this because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why does Boone, when he gives out press conferences, he talks so positive and you know he said you know we're he uses words like you know we're animals, but you, you they're not right now at this point. You guys are not animals, like. What's the plan that he has? Like, does he always have to? Is he being told to always be positive, or is he being, or, 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 or he's just simply doesn't want to say the truth that yeah, you know, we suck. Like, why, why does, why does he feel like he needs to like lie to us? I guess like, no, the team is not doing good. The team is doing bad. I don't know if you can answer that for me. Well, Roger, uh, thanks for the phone call. He has said that the team is not playing well. He has said the team has struggled. But let's, Roger, if you're a Yankee fan, remember. That's how he got this job. He got this job by being positive. He got this job going forward as a person who was different from Joe Girardi. I mean, I covered the Yankees when Joe Girardi was there. When they were bad, he was miserable. (laughs) When they didn't play well, he was short-tempered. He was aggravated. He would have he'd be sitting in the in the after games when the Yankees lost badly and they weren't playing well. We had to take the press elevator from where we sit in the press room to come downstairs to the basement where you know they sit in the media room and they hold the press conferences. Under normal situations, we would walk in, maybe five minutes later, he would come in. When the Yankees were struggling or not playing well, he would already be there like this. Or sitting there with his hand in his, his face in his hand, you know, hand on his chin, like, all right, let's get this over with because I'm really not in a good mood. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> that's not Aaron Boone. To the media, that's Aaron Boone. Now, I don't know what Aaron Boone does behind closed doors. But Aaron Boone is a person that's trying to put a good face on what's happening. He knows they're bad, but he's trying to be encouraging to say, listen, we're still going at it. And they, they, once again, that's what they have to say. They can't say, you know, we're, he says, we're not playing well right now. We're struggling. We have to do better. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Now, as far as we don't have the right people, we don't, I mean, you know, throw some hints out there like he did when they played Atlanta and he said hey that's the they're the way you play baseball now (laughs) paraphrasing I wish I had that team (laughs) I wish I had some of that young talent 
I wish I had some of that some of that athleticism. I might not be sitting here answering these questions, trying to figure out what to say. Jay Blaze NYC X's me to say, Uncle L, if you're Cashman at home in the quiet moment after this weekend, what's the more likely thing he's having? One, I owe this family everything then, or two, maybe, maybe it'll be better if I stepped aside because they're still my family. I'd get it. I think Jay Blaze, for him, nobody wants to go out. He doesn't want to go out like this. If he's going to go out, he would prefer, and because you're, you're giving him the option here. I think he would say, let me have an opportunity to straighten this out. Because you don't want to end. And I get that he would get another job. Okay, I understand it because of the success he's had with the Yankees. I get it. But you don't want this to be the way you go out with a team that is this bad, has performed this badly. I mean, if that's the situation and you're in, you would probably say, you know what? I owe, I owe this family everything. Let me Give me another opportunity to fix this. And then it would be up to, you know, Hal Steinbrenner and company to say, Okay, we'll give you another opportunity. Or, <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> you fixed it enough. <laughs> that that's how I would that's how I would look at it. Really, that's how I would look at it. No question about it. Once again, you can weigh in on our poll question on X at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM. Which season has been worse, Mets or Yankees? Which season has been worse, Mets? Or Yankees. And listen, for a number of them, I'm telling you, Yankees still rolling. Double. Yankees 66.4%, Mets 33.6%, which season has been worse. And once again, it's the optics. Okay? It's, and I get it, but the Mets have been honest. There's a couple of people have mentioned, a couple of Yankee fans have mentioned, the Mets were honest. They said, we messed up. We're turning. We're pivoting. This is what we're trying to do. So I get that. And that has, that has an impact. But it's also the way that the Yankees are playing. I mean, you know, they, they just, up until yesterday, it was just lifeless. Like they were sleepwalking through. You know, you wonder, like, if they really want to play anymore. Jay's in the Big Apple. Jay, you're next on 98.7. Mary, how are you? Doing good, Jay. What's happening? I heard you said before that, you know, if Cashman leaves, he'll definitely get a job. And I know that seems to be like a talking point. I just want to know where he's a high-priced GM. That's his specialty. It's not like he could go down to Tampa with their budget and make moves. Who's losing their job so Cashman can get hired coming off of this type of season. I I, I know what everyone's saying, and I, I kind of equate it to, like, boys and girls. It's like worrying about dumping your husband or wife because they might get remarried someday. That's really not my concern. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? When it's not working, you, it's not working. I hear what you're saying, Jay, but he, here's what I'll say, and, and thanks for the phone call. A team like the Angels, Joe, that's a good team. 
a team like the Angels. And here's what it would mean. It would mean that you would have to be more adamant and take more control. He's made some good moves. Every move he's made has not been bad. Okay, there's been some good moves he's made. I mean, I know lately he's struggled, but Clay Holmes was a very important guy. He was your closer. That was a good move. That's an underrated move. So there's been moves that he has made that has been good. The thing here is that wherever, if he is the next job he has, if there is another job that he will go to, you just have to be on him a little bit more. You have to be on more in more control and not and make it clear. Hey, listen, <laughs> you you had you had a great track record up in New York. I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but we do things a little differently than they do with the Yankees. Okay, and so I'm not going to sit back here and allow you to do X amount of things. Here's how we work things here: take it or leave it. So that's how he'll have different stipulations. That's how I view it. Danny's in Long Island. What's up, Danny? Uh, you know, back in April, we never thought we'd be sitting here saying which team had the worst season I mean, and a wildest imagination. So I'll put aside how great my Pittsburgh Steelers look right now for a minute and discuss our baseball teams. Uh, as far as rating the disasters, it's 1-1A. One and one A. I don't give uh, – they're too close to call at this point. I would say the following, though. The, Billy Epler had a better year than Brian Cashman. I'll say it for this reason. The Mets won 100 games, and they brought in – Verlander, Senga, Pham, uh, maybe a couple of others. Those were the best players they had this year. So he made the right moves to improve what they had. The players that they had from last year, all without exception, stunk up the house. So it wasn't based on the moves that Epler made. And then they correctly diagnosed the problem and sold off and got some uh, prospects back remain to be seen. The Yankees, we all say, we, we knew this was coming. They, they stunk. They were a 500 team from last June, did nothing to improve, brought back the same cast of characters. And is anyone surprised that, that, uh, that these guys, that, you know, Mayu wasn't doing good? Is anyone surprised that the, that Donaldson got hurt again and stunk? Is anyone surprised that Stanton can't run stinks? No. They, so they did nothing to improve on what they had. They, so to me, the actual disaster is a requel, but the Yankee general manager had a much worse season because he he read it completely wrong on, on so many levels. That's my point. It's a good way to put it, Danny. Thanks for the phone call. And by the way, your Steelers look great. You're right. That sums it up right there. The Mets made the right moves and, the, and it didn't pay off. They needed to add another starter and they did with Verlander. They brought in Singer to replace Bassett. And, you know, and they brought up Francisco Alvarez, and he has been great. Vientos now with the tendonitis in the wrist on the IL. Beatty had to go back to the minors. So you see, you make the adjustments, you see what happened, how they perform when they get back. Marte, not good. <laughs> You know, Marte has been the one that's really that he's really disappointing me. Marte has really, really disappointed me this year. You know, I know the injuries and the migraines and just the, you know, he, his lack of production was just, you know, not good. It just really, really was not good. 
Hard Knocks is ready for takeoff. The Emmy-winning HBO original docuseries Hard Knocks Training Camp with the New York Jets is back. This season gives fans unprecedented access to the most talked-about story in football. Can Robert Salas Jets with new four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers and the squad of emerging stars and prominent veterans become a playoff team again? Hard Knocks is now streaming with new episodes every Tuesday on Max. When we return, we'll turn our attention to those New York Jets. That's next. It's Hardesty for Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Our Jet and Giant fans want to hear from you. From the Jet fans, I want to hear your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers playing. Now, I want you to be honest with me. I know you're excited. I know you're happy. This, This is what you've been waiting for. I know I've took, I took phone calls from folks asking if he was going to play in the you know, in the Hall of Fame game. Everybody wants to see Aaron Rodgers behind center. I get it. I really do. But aren't you just a little concerned? You already know. What have we heard about? Some say it's overblown. Some say it's it's a big trap. Some say it's obvious. The way this offensive line has played and it's been partially because of injury. So you got people you're testing different folks and putting people in different positions. Let's see how they play tackle. Let's see how they play guard. Let's see if the left side, right side, pushing on the left side, put them on the right side, pushing on the right side, put them on the left side. Let's see what happens. But this is the situation you've got right now. And so you're going to put Aaron Rodgers under center in a preseason game. The joint practices aren't enough. Once again, do I understand what Herm Edwards is saying? A thousand percent. Do they need to see with the ones in a situation where he's not protected? So even in the joint practices, you can't touch the quarterback. 
That is not the situation in the preseason game. Or you'll be able to touch the quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Are you just a little concerned about what's going to happen? What could happen? A little concerned. Now I get he's probably only going to play one series. One series, let's see how it looks. Okay, guys, we'll move on. Let's out. We're, we're done. Goodbye. But it's, it's, it's risky. It's risky. It just is. Lots of stories with the Jets. Obviously, everybody's been talking about the offensive line. But I'm just going to talk about Makai Becton. Because on Saturday, at right tackle, Makai Becton looked as though that he kind of felt like he used to feel when he played. It looked as though the knee, he didn't think about the knee. He was able to do and prepare himself that he thought the knee was healed. He looked very good. Let me stop you before you call me. I get it was second and third folks, second and third team folks. I get it. And so that's the reason why you want to see what he does against first teamers. And that's and I, I would assume that at least for maybe one drive, as they did last week, the Giants will have their first team starters out there. At least for one, I would think, for one series at least. So this will be the better test. See, for me, it's not, it's, hey, it was nice to see Makai Becton perform well. But for me, it's about stacking those performances up. For me, it's about how available is he really going to be? But here's the bottom line. And Dave and Rick mentioned it on DPH and Rothenberg this morning here on 9870 ESPN between 6 and 10. All right? Uh, Makai Becton at right tackle? Man, that would solve some issues for the Jets. Having a healthy Makai Becton out there? Boy, that's going to help you sleep a hell of a lot better if you're a Jet fan. Of course it does. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to eliminate as many question marks, as many ifs as possible. And that was the big question mark. It was the big if. You know, if, if the offensive line holds up. I think the other thing, too, that with Becton is him being receptive to, be, to playing right tackle. Because early on, he wasn't. And right. until he got it into his mind that he was going to be the right tackle and he accepted that and his knee was going to be fine and he could work through it, you'd hopefully see the, you know, the performance which you saw in that last preseason game. And that's what you need to see. Dan Grasso, Rick DiPietro, on it a thousand percent. It would solve a lot. But once again, here's the tricky thing. You still can't rely on him. Okay, you can't. Now, if he can play that position, it's great. It solves a lot of problems. It adds depth to your offensive line. Now you're not now you're you're less concerned. Now you've got maybe the makings of with Vera Tucker and Becton on that side. Okay, maybe you feel a little better. Maybe you can get some traction where you can put some wins, put put some some reps together where this is the five. Okay, our right side is now done. We know what's happening. We're good. That's the most important part of this. But once again, you got to wait and see. Okay, you got to wait and see. It's it's great that he performed well. You got to stack the wins. You got to stack the wins up. 1-800-919-3776. As far as the Giants are concerned, let me say this. Uh, Darren Waller looks very good. But here's what we know. We know he looks very good. We know that he is very good. 
But we also understand that teams do a great job of taking what you do well away from you. Translation, there'll be safety help over the top on Waller. That's why that Jalen Hyatt and the moves that he made and what he's been able to show you, he could be a difference maker to help stretch that team out. Of course, you got Saquon Barkley, who can run the football, catch the ball out of the backfield. You got some other guys who, you know, receivers, experienced receivers, young receivers, Sterling Shepard, once again, another person that's had the injury bug. But when he's played, he's played well. As a slot guy, he's been good. I mean, I've, I've said it before. I think this Giants team can go to the postseason. I really do. I think the defense is solid. I think they'll score enough points. I mean, they were able to get there last year. Do I understand the schedule's tougher? Absolutely. I absolutely do. I know it is. But I still think they can make a run and get to the postseason. I'm just not sure. I, I'm not sure about Dallas. I can, can I be honest with you? Love my man, Ray Santiago. Love him. And he's a big Dallas fan, but I just, I, I'm not sure about him. I just, can I, if you're a Dallas fan, do you have confidence that Dak Prescott is going to be able to recover from the bad year of turnovers he had last season? If you're a Dallas fan, are you confident? Are you confident that your head coach now calling plays and trying to keep an eye on clock and clock management is going to be able to get everything squared away? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But get your thoughts next. Larry Hardstein for Dan Grasso. It's the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you got it, Andy. Maybe, What's up? Not much. Maybe you can make me feel better about this, but I am ultimately paranoid about Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. And here's why. There's a really bad omen that I read about. I think Rich Sanini said it. I don't know. But in 2003, and I've been a Jet fan for a long time, so I remember all this. 2003, Chad Pennington breaks his wrist against the Giants in preseason. Ten years later, Mark Sanchez done for the season in 2013 against the Giants in preseason. Now we're in 2023, 03-13-23 against the Giants. I just don't like it. I just a bad omen. Thanks. I, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Andy. Thanks for the phone call. Um, they have to – they want to play him. They don't have to. They want to play him. But the situation here is really because they want to get a look at how they would face against the starters. Now, they're really playing against the ones in these joint practices. 
but it's not the same. And you heard what Herm Edwards said. There, you need to find a way. You need to let these guys see against the top teams, the number ones, how the offense is going to work, especially with this offensive line. So, listen, Andy, I understand it. And, yes, you chronicled the history. It has not been a good thing. But you just have to be, you just have to protect them as best you can. That's all you're going to say. Matthews in Queens. What's up, Matthew? Hey, how are you? I'm good. What's up? Thank you for having me. Um, as a Dolphin fan from Miami, listening to the station, I feel like the Jets get a lot of hype, and I feel like they're, they're the third best team in their division. In their, uh, they're after the Dolphins and the Bills. Do you agree with me? Uh, I would agree with you if your quarterback is at full strength for the season. If your quarterback is not at full strength for the season, Matthew, then I don't agree with you. I think it'll be a little struggle. Thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I, it's even though I know that, uh, you know, jet fans are familiar with the backup in Mike white. Um, you know, Tua is, if he's there with the weapons they have, I'm serious. They, Miami is a very good team. I don't sleep on Miami. They're very good on both sides of the ball. But once again, I, when you see what Tua went through last year and that situation and the concussions and everything, I'm just... I'm, you got you got to be concerned, and as whether their Jets are that good, we'll see. That's what's Chris Berman said. That's why you play the games. <laughs> That's why you play the games. I mean, is it is it Tua being healthy or the Jet offensive line? <sighs> yeah. I don't know. A bigger odds that what's a bigger odd that they will have a, a a really good season? Is it Tua? Or is it the offensive line? I don't know. Tommy's in Connecticut. What's up, Tommy? Larry, good evening, my friend. How you doing? I'm good, man. So I've been thinking about this ever since the uh either the announcement or the report that uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to get some playing time. I, I wonder how much uh, hard knocks had to do with it, you know, because I just don't see how much there is to get. Because if he plays one series, what do you really gain? And the only, the only risk is, you know, okay, you could say you're going against the Giants ones, but what if somebody's banged up and then you got a second or third string player who's trying to make the team. There's only one roster cut down. You know, they go from 90 to 53. Mm-hmm. I just thought uh, if I, if I was a Jets fan, I would be scared I, to death. I see, man. <laughs> You'd be scared to death, Tommy. Thanks for the phone call. You would be scared. You would really, really be concerned. I mean, even members of the media, I had uh, Dennis Wozniak of the AP on my show yesterday. And even he was shocked because, listen, uh, 
Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in preseason games. And let's face it, I would say more so than hard knocks, I think this is Aaron Rodgers wanting to play. I just do. I just think he went to them and said, you know what? I really want to get I really want to get the rust off. I need to get into this game. I want to see what I can do. I want to see what's going on. I want to be able to play. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was on him. He wanted to play. Hard knocks, maybe. But I mean, he's been the star of hard knocks anyway. <laughs> I mean, he's it's been it's been Hard Knocks starring Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, he's, he's been the the focus of all of it. So I'm just, I, I'm not real sure if it's more Hard Knocks. I just think he really wants to perform. Wants to get in there, wants to play, wants to get in there and, and show what he can do and get a feel before, before a Monday night game or 9-11 with the world watching. Because that's the next time he's going to face top tough competition. And that's two weeks, three weeks, right? So, um, that's that's my read on it. That he wants to go, and yeah, you have a right to be concerned. But you know, that's what that's what you that's what you sign up for when you have a veteran quarterback like that. He has made his decision. He wants to go out there and perform. And so you get to see him. And that's going to be an interesting thing. How the patterns are going to go, uh, you get to see tempo. You'll get to see some things. Now, there's, I, normally, no blitzing, none of that stuff. It's preseason. Usually, you know, defense is usually very vanilla. You see what you want to see. Is it a series? Well, just to be out there and pull him down? Yeah, you would think so. But I bet you this, I bet you there's max protection in there, right? There's going to be max protection. Why wouldn't there be? Because you can't lose this guy. You can't. We'll continue the conversation with your calls next. Garrett Wilson was on the Michael K show with Peter Allen Hahn and Bart Scott. He had some interesting things to say. We'll share them with you next on 98.7 ESPN.